Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We're heading out west. Gold was found in Nimnar Hills. To a land of opportunity. Anything can happen. Go, go. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, August 7th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. After just 17 days in theaters, Barbie crossed the $1 billion mark this weekend, taking its worldwide total to $1 billion. $31 million. In the process, Greta Gerwig is now the first female director with a movie to earn that much money. Starring Margot Robbie as Barbie and Ryan Gosling as Ken, the movie earned another $53 million domestically, good enough for number one for the third weekend in a row. Debuting in second place, Meg to the Trench with $30 million. Oppenheimer, which had been in second the past two weeks, dropped a spot with $28.7 million in third. Not far behind it is another debut, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem with $28 million. And in fifth place is Haunted Mansion with almost $9 million. But back to Barbie... On Friday, Mattel unveiled a new doll in the likeness of Kate McKinnon's Weird Barbie, complete with facial markings, a mismatched outfit, and legs that can indeed do the splits. Mattel's made-to-order Weird Barbie is now available for pre-order until August 18th. According to Mattel, they are expected to ship on or before May 31st, 2024. And Mark Margolis, best known for his captivating performance as Hector Tio Salamanca on Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, has died at 83 following a short illness. Margolis carved out a career on screen with memorable turns as a character actor in roles like Shadow in Scarface and mob boss Antonio Napa in Oz, as well as turns in Ace Ventura Pet Detective and American Horror Story Asylum. He was also a regular in the movies of Darren Aronofsky, appearing in six of his works, including a starring role as Sol Robeson in the director's debut feature film Pi. His parts varied from a stone giant in Noah to the man who keep selling Ellen Burstyn's Mrs. Goldfarb, her own TV in Requiem for a Dream. However, Margolis became best known for playing Hector Salamanca on Breaking Bad, a character who was unable to speak and used a wheelchair. He was nominated for an Emmy in 2012 for the performance and reprised the role years later, playing a younger version of Hector on Better Call Saul. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Someone call the Ninja Turtles. There's a shredder on the loose. No, we're not talking about the one in theaters right now, but the challenge 
On tonight's new episode of our number three pick, the celebrity relative guessing game Claim to Fame. Now, after last week's shocking reveal that the impossible to guess Olivia was the niece of Jenny McCarthy, the remaining contestants are doing everything they can to figure out the rest of their housemates. And that includes teaming up in pairs to dig through bags of shredded paper to piece together puzzles that will reveal coveted clues for every single player. Here, we'll just let host Kevin and Franklin Jonas explain. What's going on? As usual, your challenge is an opportunity to get some new information about all of your fellow players. At each table, you will find two bags of shredded paper. Inside of each bag are clues about the opposing teams. The clues are dossiers on those players' celebrity relatives, which you will have to piece together using tiny scraps. Oh my god. Each team will have two positions. The mover will handle placing the pieces together, but they won't be able to actually see the puzzle. The viewer will direct the mover on where to place the pieces. If you don't have every single piece placed in the correct order, we will not allow you to move on. Once you solved both puzzles inside one bag, you can pull down the board and study the backs. You can examine the dossiers for as long as you'd like, but this is a race, so be smart with your time management. Once you're done, you must shred the images to move on to the next bag. Wow. The team that can assemble four puzzles the fastest wins the challenge. This race starts in three, two, one, go! Well, now that we're down to just six remaining contestants, strategy is just as important as figuring out everyone's famous kin. Can Gabriel protect his bonus clue from getting into the wrong hands? Can Carson make sure she's not on the chopping block now that they've narrowed down that her famous race car driving relation is not Jeff Gordon? And will anyone ever figure out Chris's clue? Find out who is revealed in what the show is teasing as, quote, the most intense elimination yet on an all-new Claim to Fame tonight at 10 on ABC. And check out our roundup of every reveal so far and predictions for everyone left at EW.com. Trivia. It's trivia time. William Shatner remains most famous for playing Captain James T. Kirk on the original Star Trek in the 1960s, but he has worn a lot of hats over his storied career, including hosting Stars on Mars. More on that in a few minutes. Now, not all of Shatner's artistic endeavors have been on screen. He's also been prolific in several other creative fields. But which of the following can William Shatner not claim on his resume? Recording artist, author, or sculptor? Stick around for the answer. Number two. Retta and HGTV are hitting the road again to find the most hideous homes in the country. On today's number two pick, ugliest house in America, the most tasteless dwellings across the nation will compete for a $150,000 home makeover from designer Allison Victoria. This season, we'll see a tacky castle, a claustrophobic hut, and a horrid house with views into every bathroom, plus many more. Here's a sneak peek. I'm heading out west on my summer road trip where travelers flock to get their glamp on in Yosemite, take selfies on the majestic Golden Gate, or explore the rivers of the California Gold Rush. My first stop, 
is Grass Valley, California. Today we're here in Grass Valley, California, a town that popped up in the 1850s because gold was found in them thar hills. Perhaps we'll strike some gold in our search for the ugliest house in America. I'm here to meet Miguel and Gio. They're gonna try to convince us they have the ugliest house in America. They definitely have the most festive yard. Is this for kids? Feels like it's for kids. Well, the first two episodes of Ugliest House in America premiere tonight at 8 on HGTV, and they're also available to stream on Max. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, 50 years ago, on August 11th, 1973, American Graffiti hit theaters. The coming-of-age hangout movie was directed by future Star Wars creator George Lucas and featured early performances from Ron Howard, Richard Dreyfuss, Harrison Ford, and many other young actors. The movie was produced for under a million dollars and made $115 million at the box office in 1973. It scored five Oscar nominations, including Best Picture and Best Director. Based on George Lucas's teenage years in Modesto, California, American Graffiti set the template for future nostalgic high school movies, including Dazed and Confused, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and Licorice Pizza. In space, can anyone hear a celebrity scream? The stars may not be the only ones. On Mars, on tonight's episode of our number one pick, the celebronauts of the Fox reality competition are forced to take a break from their ongoing interpersonal drama to band together to tackle an intergalactic invader when Shaddy Daddy, host William Shatner that is, beams in to inform the group that they are not alone in their home on the Red Planet. He warns in a sneak peek, quote, someone or something is in there with you, as Adam Rapon, Marshawn Lynch, Ariel Winter, and others scramble to fend off a potential alien invasion while Tanash does her best to keep them calm. Take a listen. Anything can happen. Go, go. Someone or something is in there with you. Oh, what was that? Marshawn, can you please remain calm? Ah! Try to avoid having any aliens burst out of your chest. I'll find out if the stars are able to protect their home from an extraterrestrial trespasser and which famous face will be eliminated and sent back to Earth when Stars on Mars airs tonight at 8 p.m. on Fox. Trivia. 
finally today the answer to our trivia question. Which of the following can stars on Mars host William Shatner not claim on his resume? Recording artist, author, or sculptor? Well, Shatner has written over 40 books, including 10 set in the Star Trek universe, and he's recorded several studio albums. The one thing he hasn't tried, as far as we know, is sculpting, though it certainly would not surprise us if he did. And that is our show for today. We will have more news and musty picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Wesley Stenzel and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.